Hello and welcome to What's Next in Social Sciences podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast and for supporting us throughout. This podcast aims to discuss career prospects and challenges for students and early career professionals in social sciences. In the previous episode, Nirupama and I discussed what academic reading entails and how is it different from general reading. We also shared some helpful tips and spoke to Mr. Arvindan, who is a faculty at Azim Premji University in India. This is a continuation of the academic reading episode, where we will now discuss academic writing. We had a very good episode last time, and we got several useful insights that even I am planning to use from now. So, in this part, why do we think it's important to talk about academic writing? It's pretty much because of the same reasons that we spoke about academic reading. It is simply not easy or straightforward. You can't write like you write on Twitter or even on your blog. In fact, what may be accepted as answers in your exams will often get you terrible scores if you submitted them as assignments. That's because examiners don't care too much about structuring of arguments, redundancy, and language because these answers are unprepared secondly it's unavoidable if you want to pass all masters courses have assignments that include term papers and literature reviews among other types of written submissions sometimes these are more common than exams and quizzes but that's not all academic writing is a skill that does not stop being required after college it is absolutely essential for most jobs in this sector i personally had difficulty with it in the beginning and learning that was a huge blow because i'd written for a living for 2 years prior to that the problem here was that academic reading and academic writing go hand in hand you need to read a lot and read them well to be able to form your arguments in your assignments and it is so hard to resist copy pasting or even paraphrasing you then evolve to write papers that are majorly your ideas but even then you haven't arrived you need to cultivate the knack for weaving in the theories and arguments made by other authors into your narrative that my friend is when you have conquered academic writing wow nirupama you've made my job so much more easier but like i also want to share my thoughts on this we have come from journalism background believe us when we say this it is so much more different in academic writing versus journalism writing isn't it nirupama of course before i joined my masters program i was with this idea that oh uh, it's just going to be long form writing i mean what would that be it's just like 1000 words or 2000 words <laughs> well but like when i actually started learning more and more about academic writing i realized that there is so much of difference between journalistic style of writing and academic style of writing 
in academic writing there's so much of analysis idea and there's so much emphasis on flow language references etc etc and these become like so much more important right nirupama yeah i think like there's so much emphasis on analysis putting the ideas together kind of like getting the literature review in one place and then putting your argument out there uh, end of the day so it's all about how you weave in these factors the analysis idea flow language references literature review everything into perhaps like 8000 to 10000 words yeah so i personally believe that academic reading somewhere like helps us develop this or like it taps into the analytical side of our brain so it's ju- just not you know academic reading and writing you were spot on nirupama in saying that academic reading and writing go hand in hand because it's not just about reading and then we kind of analyze and then the the meme that we were talking about in our previous episode of how we read 20 articles to kind of write two lines now that means that we kind of analyze those 20 papers and then put it out in like two lines it's not just rehashing the information the whole task the way you explained it uh, it really um, sums up and shows how difficult it can seem for a beginner yeah this is why we are talking about this right because yeah. uh, we don't want everyone to go in blind like we did yeah i think like there are some tips uh, that people can use uh, along the way and it will be quite helpful these are some of the things i realized that we have learned in our high school and we never took it seriously for example flow charts and like mind maps these are some of the basic things we've done in high school but we never paid attention to but then in academic reading and writing they are going to come uh, in handy thing i mean it's quite important and it is also very helpful because we skim through so many articles and mind maps will always help us put those uh, significant or important points in place yeah and also um, generally when you start writing uh, it's important to have a skeleton in place mm-hmm. uh, laying out your thoughts in that uh, general structure so that you can later put in the arguments and develop the arguments you can't just start writing a piece with like the headline and hope that you will get somewhere it's not going to happen so the skeleton is very important yeah that's that's a very interesting point but also like in my experience hirupama i realized that everybody has a style or a way way to do it so in research right what i've learned at my organization is that we are encouraged to work with different scholars and mm-hmm. in the process we kind of learn from their styles and we pick up the the best of their styles and we kind of end up having our own style when i say a style we have a style to read to understand to uh, remember stuff and then or retain or analyze and then put things together right mm-hmm. what i have learned along the way is that of course the first draft is not always the best draft once you put all the information or like the analysis in place the second round of editing goes into say for example checking the flow of the article absolutely the third round of editing is fact checking for example hmm. and the fourth round is probably like editing the entire piece yes and in the last round of edit we check for references and see if it's in it's an apa or like other citation styles right it's sort so, of a long skill right yeah yeah absolutely absolutely this i mean all this is something that everybody 
uh, who's in the field will realize and pick up along the way. And I think it's also sad that it's not out there for somebody to learn, but it's only when you enter the field that you realize a lot of things. And which is why I think this podcast is going to be very helpful for a lot of people. Yes, I really hope so. <laughs> anyway, so we thought that we should bring somebody in who has published a lot of papers, who who is in the process of uh, entering the academia officially, who's been doing a PhD for some time now. Uh, she is going to share her thoughts on uh, the challenges or like how do you build your own style in uh, academic writing. So our guest for today is Chainika Saxena, a PhD candidate at the Department of Geography, NUS. Chainika is doing her PhD on Afghan refugees in Delhi and Kolkata. Thank you, Chainika, for coming on to our podcast. Thank you so much, Arjuna, for having me on this podcast. Uh, so, Chainika, can you tell our listeners what are some of the useful tips, according to you, to build academic writing skills, and where do they have to begin? Okay, as far as academic writing is concerned, for that matter, writing in general, I think for me, particularly from my experience, it starts with reading. So, when you read, you basically form a lot of ideas. You form a way in which you want to write. The you try to understand the different ways in which things are written, how you can improvise in it, how you can make them better, how you can articulate them in a better manner, or perhaps go down a bit or uh, uh, make them less job, make make them make them easier. And that's precisely where I began as well. For instance, from my experience, I can tell you that I used to write in a very dense manner. And then I thought that that's not really how I want my academic writing to be like. So I started reading a lot of fiction and I started reading a lot of story books, which perhaps were no more than Panchtantras or something that you would have read in class five, because I really wanted to tone down my writing a bit. So... A, it depends on what you want your writing to be like. If you want your writing to be extremely formal, then you will start at formal places, for instance, your journal articles or uh, a good newspaper where you can find prose written in a very compact and a formal manner. So where to start depends ideally on what you want your writing to be. And if you have an end goal in mind, you know what your writing should. And if you know what your writing should look like, you will know where to start and you generally start uh, at all these general places that could be your newspaper, that could be your fiction book, that could be your non-fiction material, etc. Wow, uh, I think you put it quite well, Chainika. But I'm just wondering if there's any standard way of academic writing style. Um, it actually, so for instance, if we talk about social sciences particularly, uh, social sciences, although... We would like ourselves to we'd like to think of ourselves as story makers or story builders, but I've generally seen that academic writing tends to be less it, it's not really as full of jargon as we generally think of it to be. So the standard academic writing or the standard academic practices one should follow when it comes to writing is to be as simple as possible, is to express ourselves in as a, a toned down manner, in as accessible way as possible. Because you never know who's reading your article who would be influenced by it. For instance, as a person who had switched disciplines from political science to geography, my transition was made easier precisely because there were accessible journal articles which could explain what geography is or which could explain how political science is different from geography. 
So a standard way of, of approaching uh, academic writing, in my opinion, would be one that is accessible, would be one that expresses, for instance, a complex phenomenon in a manner which is easy to understand, which is easy to digest, and most importantly, easy to emulate. So academic writing makes sense only when you can use it further. And if you can't use it, then I think academic writing would be as ivory tower-like as we generally uh, believe it to be. But that's not the purpose of being in academia. The purpose of being in academia is to utilize the skills that you have in a particular fashion, and which is to basically help advance knowledge. And that can happen only when you try to be more democratic, more inclusive in terms of how you write. Uh, Chanika, so then my follow-up question would be, um, would writing style change from uh, say journal article writing to like commentaries etc oh yes they do so for instance i have been a reviewer for a few journals and i've realized and i've written a few commentaries of my own for newspapers and for magazines and all so it depends on the kind of audience that you're catering to and generally in academic format if i go back to your previous question the standard practice would be to be non-judgmental it would be to not pass qualitative comments on, for instance, a country is doing a marvelous job on this front. That would be opaque like that would be more commentary like because that allows you to express your opinion. Whereas in case of academic writing, while you're entitled to your opinion, you're also supposed to pack it up with logic, with reason, with evidence. So depending on where you're pitching your ideas to, if it happens to be a newspaper, then you would do that in a particular manner. Or if it if it's something else, if it's a journal article, then you would put it in a different manner. Right. Um, I mean, you've touched upon this in, in the first question, but I'm just trying to understand what are some of the challenges that you have faced along the way while uh, building academic writing skills? And what is one likely going to face when they're beginning in the field when it comes to academic writing? Apart from certain structural challenges, which I think we can discuss in a later podcast about academic writing and how it's impeded by certain structural challenges, for instance, the places from where you're writing, whether it's in the third world or in the first world, that has a massive impact on how your academic writings are perceived. But generally, uh, academic writings require a lot of labor. So, for instance, if you're writing a journal article which is as short as 5,000 words, it will require you to go through tons of readings to know where your article stands, where your, what are the research gaps. So, I think it requires a lot of effort which can be taken in a positive and a negative way depending on how you approach it. So, that could be challenging and that is challenging and it should be challenging because it allows you to think out of the box. So, the more you read, the more you realize that, okay, there are certain other things that I could explore but at the same time you also tend to feel that, okay, there's nothing more to add, then what should I do? What's the way out? So, it's like a slippery slope, it's like a two-edged knife or something, what do you like to call it? So, it, it depends on how you take it. So, that's one of the challenges. The other challenge perhaps would be academic support in terms of writing. And uh, since I have been an academic in South Asia and then I transitioned to a, a Western, a supposedly Western country or a country that places itself between the West and the East. So the academic practices change from country to country. So adapting to that, I think, can also be challenging 
because you have been molded in a particular manner and then you have to undo what you have done in the past and then proceed in a particular another direction so that's the other challenge that i can think of when it comes to academic writing and then i think pitching your article at the right place at the right time which is something that i think you develop over a period of time so academic writing as my professors have told me time and again it's it's a it's a thing uh, for the long haul so you really have to give all of you to your academic writing and then you have to just wait and watch you have to wait for a long period of time to reach that stage where what you write is not does not really become bible like but it becomes something impactful it becomes something that is readily acceptable so you're in for it for the long haul and i think that can be challenging that can also not be challenging depending on how you like to take your profession so uh, i think like those are some wonderful insights by chaynika absolutely well on that note i hope our listeners enjoyed this episode after each episode we put out some additional helpful resources in our blog at the rate what is next pod on medium you can also find helpful links to some of the material that we have referred to including the mind maps etc on our blog a small disclaimer the thoughts and ideas that we share in this podcast are our own achanas and mine and we do not represent the institution and organization that we work for for more such resourceful episodes on social sciences and humanities click follow on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts reach out to us if you have any queries you can find our linkedin profiles in our blogs if you like what you heard share it on social media and spread the word thanks a lot for tuning in today